0: Hey everybody, it's Lisa Lampanelli and this is the latest episode of Losers with a Dream. Thank you so much for joining us because the topic we discussed this week is loneliness um loneliness seems to have been a huge problem in the last two years not for me because i love being alone but it seems a lot of people struggled a lot with loneliness and nick and bo are very very honest about the loneliness they've been struggling with even recently doesn't matter if you've got a girlfriend boyfriend partner eight dogs surround yourself in a house full of cats you can still get lonely so listen uh, you'll enjoy the fact that we're struggling too, and we may have some tips for you on how to get out of it. Okay. Listen, live, laugh, love, Lisa. Learn it, bitch. Losers with a dream. What? Hey, you all know what time it is. It's Lisa Lampanelli, and it's time for the Losers with the Dream featuring me and, yeah, two other guys, Nick and Bo. I mean, nobody cares. I mean, I'm the star. Are you kidding me? they do nothing without me. Losers with the Dream. You're listening. So who's the actual loser? Now sit back and enjoy Losers with the Dream. Or don't enjoy it. Or don't even sit down. Shut up. Burn calories.
1: Hello and welcome to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers and we got some big dreams.
0: Hairy ones that hang low in between the legs (laughs) so they're hitting the knees going (laughs) boop, boop,
1: boop. Speaking of dreams, you guys made our dreams come true.
0: I mean, a really minor dream. It was a minor dream. Our (laughs) live shows were so fun.
1: If you bought tickets in all seriousness, if you bought tickets and came out and saw us, we couldn't appreciate it more. It was so much fun. And yeah. Yeah.
0: I liked when Bo pulled an entire sofa out of his asshole. Right. <laughs> I know I shouldn't be getting too specific to, to sort of like, you know, kind of a tip off what we'll do the next time. But that was one of Bo's tricks. It was very good. Yeah, it was really what good. I do. It was, it a was good fetching. Time. You can
2: fiddle out back there.
0: Yeah, you can. No, it's so much fun. So I guess we'll do more. Why not?
1: Yeah, why not? What's yeah. the
0: worst that can happen? Next, well, we're
1: coming to Los Angeles. No, no, no we're yeah. not.
0: Radio City. No, we're not. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, we'll come to some little A coffee tiny... shop in Brooklyn. Look, hey, if you want us to come to your house. <laughs> Yeah. We come to your house. Yeah. We'll sit there, yeah. and we bring our own table and chairs. <laughs> we say, "Hey, look at this cunt! You don't like that you?" Do a real nice, yeah. <laughs> get so your w- wife back in the kitchen. There you go, where she belongs. Hey. Hey. But thank you seriously for coming out. No, bless their hearts. Yes, they rode the wave.
1: Now they're gonna ride me.
0: Okay, well, Sorry. introduce us. I blacked bitch. out. What happened?
1: Welcome to Loser's Dream with podcast. Listen, first and foremost. Follow us on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Follow us on Spotify, YouTube, and you could follow us at Losers with a Dream on TikTok. Yeah. Which is essentially ran by this lady here. <laughs> so, and then you can follow myself at Nick Scopes on Instagram. You could follow her at Lisa Lampinelli, and you could follow my love, my life here at Bo McDowell Comedy. Yeah.
0: Okay, that was unenthusiastic, that was but it just <laughs> made creepy, me think. Kinda. When you said the love of your life, Bo McDowell comedy, I want to say this. Yeah, All right, this is going to be like a Sophie's Choice for you. It just dawns on me. If one of us had to die. Bo. <laughs> would you say? All i do done uh, for this guy. No, like is Bo or Nick, to most Bo or Lisa had to die. Yeah. Which one would you pick? knowing i full well i'm probably got more longevity in the business and can maybe scare up more fans and you can quit your day job sooner or bo because you have such interesting wonderful chemistry with him am i in your will uh no i'm just gonna say we're
1: gonna keep you around and get rid of this (laughs) okay
0: that's good we
2: would get a nice bump if she died we actually had a full conversation about that
0: (laughs) full conversation with him, how we would get a real bump if you became unsober, yeah. and that would be a great episode, it's and true. then you'd be dead, so it's a win-win. Do I you think care we'd have about to keep it going,
2: coast? even if I was drinking during the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we just have to let it ride.
0: Yeah, and I'd just be hating you, but it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, and just yelling.
2: We should do it. You okay. okay. Do it. okay. So he had
0: get a- the booze. Bo
1: had a can of Diet Coke before he was sitting there. Rick comes in, and he goes, oh my god, I thought you had a Coors Light in your hand. That's the thing. <laughs> These dirty shit. You
0: never know. I have a friend <laughs> and like, I won't no. ruin her sobriety. Let's call her Mary. Okay. That's her real name, actually. <laughs> she, she moved into a new house a couple of years ago when I went to like see it. And there was a she's been sober for like five years. And there was a huge empty bottle of scotch oh, propping the door open. Ooh. But it was full of coins. Ah. Am I to think? That she drank that whole bottle of scotch, then filled it with coins, or do you think it was an old bottle of scotch from her booze and days? Oh, I- you're a
1: resident alcoholic
2: expert? Please <laughs> yes, answer. Yes, please go ahead. I think... She is ridiculous for having an old bottle I of do scotch too. sticking I do around. I do, too. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's just, I think she probably has it because she's just like, oh, it reminds me of the old days. I, I, I hate, hate when people prohibition. Have that. Yeah,
0: that reminder of the old days shit makes yeah. me sick. Like, people who keep shit of their ex-husbands and stuff. Yeah. Because, oh, no, it reminds me of the happier times. Yes, and then you won't move forward, you dopey clam. <laughs> That's how I feel. it
2: be like if I kept close from eighth grade because I could fit into him one day. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. I was pretty big <laughs> then, <does> too. That does not. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> Same size.
0: Okay. So, go ahead, Nick. We are going to get off. into...
1: Our first segment, okay, you guys love it, we love it, because it matters. Mental health check in. Yes. It matters. We do not do a boring scale of one to 10. We compare it to something, okay? We talk about a reference, a movie reference, popular culture, maybe literature. Hmm. Mostly Lisa does that because we don't know how to read, (laughs) but it's fine. Um, hey, we've never referenced literature. Yeah, we, she has
2: probably. Actually, oh, yeah. I
0: hate to disagree with you, Beauregard. You actually do reference literature often because Winnie the Pooh was first and foremost a book. Hey, a really hey. silly Would you children's look at that?
2: book. I'm a book reader.
0: Yeah, you will be a book reader. You got book learnings. Yeah. But so you're not completely dumb. You just read children's <laughs> books as an adult.
2: We need to get a compilation of not compliments. <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, that'd be the best. Uh, yeah, we do. Well, it's funny because the other day, Stern, This was so funny. On Stern, he had a compilation. Somebody did of everything he said he hates because he hates everything. Yeah. And he can't do what I love because there's like one. Yeah. yeah His yeah. house and Beth. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, we kissing gotta booth. do. Yeah, kissing booth. Yeah. We gotta do me and you and what? Uh, how I insult you. That'd be, that'd be fun. great. Look. Oh, write it down okay lose <laughs> our podcast partners here right. where
2: at the Royal Fox Studio
0: yeah go to them for all your fucking podcast needs that's right or you get yeah. your legs broke right Nick
1: that's right and go to Rick for jiu-jitsu lessons yeah. and this beautiful video you're seeing this Rick's thing. our badass yeah. video
0: guy who's way cooler than all of us so put together much cooler, like dude. he's so cool this is like part but of his charity he, work he does but I don't know if he knows he's cool <laughs> this is
1: his lack of service does he
0: know I hope so Because if I was really cool I'd want to know it And enjoy it So I hope he does He's
1: great You know you know He's cool When you look at like Things he posts on Instagram You're like Yeah Yeah
0: And he's like that Hot girlfriend And they match each other Like in hotness But yet You know Bo's girlfriend's So much hotter than him Just had to Put that out there (laughs) in the compilation. <laughs> We're Oh my god, I'm going to have Mikey do that. Mikey's our yeah. video guy who makes yeah. our little compilations. I'm going to have him do an insult to Bo.
2: Get out there, Mikey. Playlist. Love you, bro. All right.
0: So, all right, who's going first? Health, I'm not. I went first last week. I think
1: Bo should go first.
0: Okay. okay
2: all right. I'm going to go first. And I'll go we'll go in this order. So, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was a movie that came out. I believe it was the 90s or early 2000s. Uh, that was called Honey, I Blew Up
0: the Kid. I certainly do. Which
2: was a sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes, but
0: that is also, uh, the porn version is Honey, I Blew Your Father, which (laughs) Nick is starring in.
2: My dad's the lead. Uh,
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So so yes, you shrunk the kids. Yes,
2: so in Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, they blow up the baby into this massive baby that then takes over the city and (laughs) is walking around. So... I felt this past week like a big baby with a shitty diaper oh! that wants to take over the world but doesn't know what to do. Oh my god! <laughs> we see them both stomping around South Norwalk like. <laughs>
0: hey! Wait. So back up. Okay. Yeah. So I get the reference yes. once again, not literary, and a B-level movie at war at best. True. What the f makes you feel like this? What happened? No, well,
2: it's just lately I've been feeling like I want to get out there and do more comedy, mm-hmm. and with uh, the holidays and just shit going on, uh, I haven't been able to get out and do as much sets. The live shows were great, but I haven't been able to do as many like sets and like do as comedy stand up. Yeah. yeah. So lately, I've been sitting in my dirty little diaper about this, <laughs> getting all upset, and I want to, <laughs> I want to go out there and Uh-oh. I want to take over the city and I want Uh-oh. my
0: bonnet. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it because yeah. it's. But what makes you be babyish about it? Why don't you because just be a can, badass? Because... And we did an episode on, if you can see it, you can be it. <laughs> Why don't you fucking manifest some set? you lazy I smell?
2: Know. Well, that's what I have to do. I have to... <laughs> <laughs> Lazy
0: smell. <laughs> One smell reference an episode. When it's are you, done.
1: When are you gonna be the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man? That's, oh, that's my the f-
0: best fucking reference like, too. You know, I uh, love that. It's Ghost Ghostbusters. Busters. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. I kind of thought of him too. So I. So can you get yourself out of this baby mode? What's gonna What's it gonna take? You want Daddy well, to this... change your diaper? You. This
2: weekend I'm gonna have some sets. I'm Mm -hmm. gonna get out there. Sets. uh, Do some uh, some jokes. He said. Yeah, I'm not having sex. That's not. No, that's (laughs) off the
0: table. The relationship's been more than a month. That's gone. The honeymoon phase is over.
2: She's not interested in having me climb on top of her. Oh, God, look at no, that. Thing. Lisa said you need to be on the bottom. She gave you instructions. Yeah. yeah. Big J you should
0: have a joke about that. Big J Okerson was so funny. He would say, like, that he had a very small girlfriend and she'd get on top of it. would looked like she was raping a couch. <laughs> And you know what? The visual, I think that could apply to you if you want to steal that joke. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or a love seat. You're more of a love seat. Am I right? uh,
0: Thanks, Nick. Love handle seat, maybe. Uh, One fat shame. That's it. Done. <laughs> no, well, Bo, I hope you get out of it. I think doing sets this weekend will help because yeah. it just makes you feel like you're moving forward.
2: Yeah. What's you're
0: manifesting some comedy. It's just like
2: when I feel like I don't, I'm don't. i not getting enough of what I want, then I just feel like a baby. And That's true, sure like, too. Hmm. It's okay. You're going to get what you need when it comes. So yeah. chill out.
0: All right. So, well, I think it. that's very, very brave of you to say. Uh, Good for you. 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 Want to be breastfed? Ew. <laughs> Ew. Sorry. It's all stupid. What okay. Happened. I blacked out. Shall all right. I go next? <laughs> no, I'll
1: go. We'll um, save you. You're the headliner, girl. We'll yeah, save you for last. Team. So uh, my mental health check-in. We talked a few weeks ago about... It was at the diner about bullying. And we did yeah. sort of a yeah. thing. It might come out. Patreon, subscribe, please. Yeah. Um, it'll be on there. So <laughs> talked about bullying.
0: Yeah. Lisa
1: said to me, She goes, You know, I've noticed, she goes, You bully Bo quite a bit.
0: I mean, this is a bad segue after I just did it for almost 10 minutes straight. <laughs> it was bad, oh, but, but you but you know, you said
1: mine was more... Uh, real.
0: Yes. Like, you know I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm the type who'll go up and say, you yeah. know, I didn't mean it, right, Ben? Yeah. Hey, you okay, Bo? You all right, Beauregard? Yeah. Okay. Let
1: me explain, though, oh, okay. okay? Yes, I'm not a perfect man, but I am keeping evil at bay. <laughs> you don't understand i am saddam hussein not a good guy but you got rid of him and something way worse came up Bo is isis okay wow you don't understand i don't how (laughs) brutal this guy can be so i take it upon myself as a warrior to shut this fucking guy down once in a while because he just needs it for years i thought cody was being a little puss he's that's a different comedy friend another friend of ours who him and bo were worked together and stuff i thought cody was being a little soft but he was Mm -hmm. right
0: (laughs) and i'm the man for the job (laughs) wait so you to keep him keep the evil down so he was an evildoer You by kind of being a bully-ish person, you're keeping him from getting even worse. Yes. So what's so bad about Bo that could be coming out? Like what do you? What has come out that you've seen that none of us have? It's probably
1: my own. It's probably my own, you know, insecurities, whatever. But when you get a Mm. FaceTime from Mm. Bo in the fucking Mm. 8 8 p.m. and he's like, "Dude, I'm pretty good at comedy, right?" (laughs) And just, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm trying to watch TV, man." Like. uh." <laughs> like, wow! Like stuff like that. Like it did pretty good this weekend, right? You saw that? and I'm like,
0: <sighs> yeah. I got a real. Yeah, that
1: this sounds guy. like a real evil guy. <laughs> no, you're way worse than that.
0: Way so worse you, than that. Wait, so you're trying to keep him a little bit humble? Yeah. Okay. He gets. Then so he gets out there. of control.
1: Yeah, he gets up there, and then he starts thinking he could say certain jokes that he shouldn't say, and he tries to ruin our lives. Oh,
0: so I then support everything you're doing, Nick, yes. because Bo has been very well-behaved with me, very well-behaved on the podcast, so whatever you're doing is working. So I say, if corporal punishment is what he needs, bully the fuck out of him.
2: Yeah. The revolution's coming, my friends. I mean, it's not. You don't we'll have, have enough energy for that. Hey, you'll get tired. I won't. Once I get out of this depression, I'm coming...
0: <laughs> What'd you change your diaper? Which is every other day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, this I got spring. It. Coming to a theater. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're a big baby in a diaper. You're Saddam Hussein. Yeah. I am not. Okay, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to explain <laughs> why I'm not this person. Okay. We started a TikTok called at. Losers with a Dream. You should follow us yes. at Losers with a Dream. Now, I find this fun and silly. I don't take it too seriously. However, I noticed the only things that really seem to take off are the videos of my dogs. Now, I love my dogs. They're adorable, and I put funny little captions, and I feed them things, and oh, it's cute, but they're the ones who get the big fucking numbers. It's terrible. So you know who I don't feel like? I don't feel like hauling notes Because private eyes are not watching me. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I literally could put out a great video, a spoof, whatever. I take good instructions. As you know, we did an episode on Asking for Help where I actually asked millennials how to do this. I'm a good time. And I will look. And it's that guy. No, I have a good time Uh doing it. And I see this Parker and Peggy, these two dogs that I rescued, (laughs) stealing my thunder. So... Private eyes Start watching us <laughs> Losers of the dream TikTok How do you like that? It's pretty good How do you like them fucking You'd apples? You'd be a
2: fantastic Cruella de I you would ever get, Oh yeah. my
0: god I would have that would make a short, like That's the thing though Like this yeah. Emma Stone I love her No, I'm a big fan Yeah But that's a young broad. Yeah you gotta, to you, old <laughs> you gotta get you an old Battleax. You gotta get somebody who's there. going from Battleax to Warhorse and beyond. And you gotta be mean about it. We should
1: it. do. We should do a sketch and Bo just dresses a Dalmatian. <laughs> You're like, we're trying to get rid of this one.
0: That's totally what we big. should do. When we decide to finally launch our Patreon, by the way, coming soon in January. I think we need to do sketches where Bo is always dressed like a dog or an animal <laughs> or something that everyone just hates. He's just like, <laughs> yeah. Just walking good. around. Can we not let you talk during them? All right. Whatever. <laughs> okay, I think that be fun. Keep the evil
1: at bay. Yes.
0: Okay. Well, I approve of mine. Uh, my uh, mental health, because at least I can shake it off. You know it's what true. I mean? Because I, I, can't I, can't I can't. Know. Taylor okay. Swift. Okay, I love her, but not that part. <laughs> okay, what is it though? With isn't it sad that we take it so personally? I know I still do. Do you guys take it personally somewhat about followers and likes and things? Because you get a goddamn kick out of it if you get it something that goes pretty well.
2: Yeah, I just try not to even focus. I've stopped yeah. even looking at my Instagram for the most part.
0: You're such a liar. Because yesterday at the diner, you're like, look at this. A well, we look at it are with each other to yeah. talk
1: about it, but, yeah. I, but during I don't look the day, at it I private. Yeah.
0: I try to not look at all, and then when I'm with you guys, I get sucked into it. <laughs> so I say, "You it's are. Our fault. You are, Saddam. Please keep him down." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. It's
1: because I know I have that evil inside me too, and I think by keeping him down, I'm keeping myself. Cause I, I don't well, want. want
0: to know what this evil is. I just, I, I is just is it don't, don't want to get, I get don't too... see it. like like. No, it's not.
1: when I say evil, it's just like I, I think it's. I think it's. Thoughts and things that aren't going to help. Nick
2: needs
0: us. medication. <laughs>
2: no,
1: not weak. Don't need it.
0: Oh, don't say <laughs> that. Medication is fine. We fully, yeah. fully support people on, who need to manage their mental more. health in whatever way they can. <laughs>
1: shame me <laughs> for taking medication. There's there's in oxycontin in goldfish.
0: No, I
1: literally, I <laughs> literally you know do not
0: shame Bo for Only medication. In West Virginia. What are you on? Let's just be proud of what we're doing for our mental health. No, I'll tell you what I do. Meds. Oh well, you should be. What's wrong with you? What <laughs> <laughs> are you crazy? Yeah. I mean, I go to a shrink once a week. I, don't like it. I go to a spirituality class. What are you doing for your mental health, Bo? Yes. Help the people, so nobody out there feels shame about what they have to do. You have taken meds.
2: I have taken meds. I have done a lot of meditation.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I have uh, helped other people to get out of myself. So a lot of service work. Right. Um, recently, uh, you know, exercise has helped a lot. With like feeling sad and so stuff. So it's okay
0: that it doesn't yeah, show. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> wow, now he does
2: need meds. Yeah. Lexapro, and what do you please. do,
0: Nick? Do you see a therapist?
1: See a therapist. I meditate. I definitely. I take certain supplements that just help make me feel good. Things like that. Like cock. I take so much shit. It's like vitamin cock. D. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> No, I take. I mean, B twelve. It's crazy.
2: No, yeah, no. I just like take so many. Yeah, see, anyone so that's like doing oh, something no good no for I themselves. You know that like honestly, how he was saying it though it was so. No, hard. I was I just mean, saying I'm like not I didn't want to pile them all. on
0: Nick because he's scary a little bit because he has that <laughs> dopey wop temper that I have. That way it could all go terribly wrong. <laughs> you know, vitamin B, vitamin B twelve. I know, doing, doing the right the thing <laughs> is not cool? X Y Z.
1: Don't do the right thing, guys.
0: What? Yeah.
2: <laughs> this is a health professional.
0: <laughs> Wait, I don't like this episode now because it's getting. Dude, <laughs> at yeah,
2: the diner the other night, Nick. Lisa goes,
0: "I don't like when you guys are adversarial. You guys yeah. are being nice and then to then after each After they looked up what that word meant, they stopped.
2: That's <laughs> true.
0: That was really nice of you. you no, know? nah,
2: we've been good lately. Now
0: you guys it meant the
2: dog's vagina.
0: What, what? adversarial? What? <laughs> okay people, I'm oh not going to, you know what God. I'm going to say, you know what, Nick, what I'm going to say one thing, a lot of podcasts would be like, hey, cut that out, Bo sounded stupid. <laughs> Not oh. here at Losers with a Dream LLC in Royal Fox Studios. It all, leave it all in. In fact, I'm going to take that clip and make a TikTok and in the background it's just going to go woah yeah. <laughs> So thanks for putting yourself out there with the dog's vagina, which made no sense. I love the dog's vagina. Okay, you know what? We have all to right. take a break because I'm going to kill myself. One, that, yeah, was... that was not cute.
1: Alright, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we we're going to talk about... Shit, <laughs> Our topic of the day, which is loneliness. Oh, God, don't
0: you wish right now we were lonely because we wouldn't be with each other? Oh, it's pretty
1: lonely. He's talking about dogs' vaginas over here. This guy's.
0: Truthfully. Sad. Oh, my God. Bo, get it together. Hide the
1: peanut butter. All right, we'll be right back. (laughs)
0: hey everybody lisa lampanelli here from losers with a dream as you know mebo and nick are losers we have really big dreams and one of the people who help us reach our dreams is the good folks at royal fox studio they specialize in producing podcasts as you can hear and they can get your show sounding amazing like ours i mean seriously i sound great make sure to check them out at Royal Fox Studio on Instagram and on all social media Where you'll be able to see a list of all the great shows they produce Including the best one ever Losers with a mother effing dream you. Hello, <laughs> welcome back to Loser with a Dream
1: Podcast We are losers And we have, you know Moderate to
2: big dreams Okay Now Like average dreams Like, you know, they're, they're big enough Everybody like Just no one bum. would be like bummed about
1: it. <laughs> like if we accomplished it, would be kind of cool. Yeah, like be, like a fun time.
2: Yeah, like no one's ever complained about my dream. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's a good dream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, we're gonna get into our topic of the day. It is loneliness. Uh, something. That Beau is very familiar with. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so I'll tell you how we got to this topic. It was actually cousin me, which was interesting. Yeah, you've been having Weird. an interesting life. Been having a uh, interesting. Time. <laughs> is anything better than the muted no, Lisa shriek? No. The muted shriek is so good. <laughs> it's so fun. Anyway, so um, Thanksgiving morning. So this was whatever a few weeks ago now. Um, for some reason, around the holidays, and Lisa actually did an Instagram live about it, about how you know the holidays could be lonely for some
2: people, and you know,
1: people to talk to, and whatever. <laughs> you
2: all right over there? Yeah, man? I was just laughing, thinking about some guy like eating the fucking one of those Hungry Man TV dinners <laughs> like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> fucking loser! <lizard.
1: laughs> oh my, God. I'm gonna get custody this time, I swear. <laughs> um, anyways, so I woke up. Thanksgiving morning. I was the most bummed out I've been in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, which is, it's a weird emotion for me. It doesn't happen a lot. I was super, I think part of it was, you know, I knew there was no stand up that weekend. Yep. It's holiday weekend. True, so. that's a part of it. Nowhere to be, nothing to do. So I woke up Thanksgiving morning and was insanely lonely for whatever reason, even though like I went to go see my dad and saw some family and it was yeah. small, but still, um, it was noticeable. I thought maybe, Oh, I'm fine. I could shake this off. And then, uh, my cousin, <laughs> cousin Lisa, shout out, shout out cousin. she, uh, she, always she, I sat down and she just goes and she's usually pretty chill and she just looks yeah. at me and she goes, what's your fucking problem? Today? Yeah. She goes, you're so quiet. Yeah. This isn't what you're like. I was like, well, there's only five people here. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> your parents. It's your parents, my dad, me, and you. Yeah, okay. It's chill. Like, my other cousin went where their in laws is. A, it's usually nine of us at the most, right? Yeah. I was like, we're chilling.
2: It's all yeah. good. Yeah. I don't need to be on <laughs> all the time. Your family really is just musical chairs. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. There's only yeah. a few left. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, so I woke up feeling really lonely, and uh, I called Bo. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't call Bo.
2: Well, that would have been a nice thing to do. No,
1: you're busy, man. It's you're busy. True, but anyways, true. what I wanted to talk about was kind of the feelings of loneliness. And uh, Bo, I know because it, it was honestly it was a little new for me, and it was been bothering me the last few weeks. And I'm like, how do I get out of this? And I'll talk about how i got out of it which was kind of weird but it got me out of it for some reason um so i want to talk about your history with loneliness first and kind of what you've done to pull yourself out of that
2: yeah i mean uh it's fucking difficult man i mean i remember so i think the biggest bout of loneliness that i experienced was the pandemic and like the early stages of that um i think a lot of people went through that but i mean i was living alone i was collecting canned goods I was eating a lot of cereal, and I had gotten fired from my job, so I was... So it was a good time. Yeah, I wasn't doing anything. I was just kind of like hanging out and just waiting for uh, the curtain to fall. And uh, I was just kind of... I mean, I just remember being like bummed and just being with yourself all day. Which, by the way, is not a problem if if you're taking care of yourself. Right? So loneliness really comes in when... You can't stand being around yourself, right? Like, I found that, like, I can be alone if I'm doing the stuff that I need to do for my mental health or if I'm connecting with other people outside, right? Like, if I have good connection with my life, I'm not going to experience profound loneliness when I come home at the end of the night and, you know, throw on a sitcom or something, right? right, right. right? But if I do not have a lot of connection going on in my life, if... I'm not, like, if I don't have, like, things that I'm doing to, like, better myself or to feel good about what I'm doing, then that Friday night rolls around and there's nothing going on because there was no stand-up at that time. There was no anything at that time. And I remember a lot of, like, Friday and Saturday nights in the pandemic, you just, like... You're like, I'm supposed to be doing something like, you know what I mean? Like your body's like, well, every day's Friday well, in the pandemic. Yeah. yeah but, but like every day. Yeah. But you just felt like oh, there should be something I do. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? I and then and then you'd be sitting there and you'd be, be like, I fucking hate being with me. I fucking hate like it's fine. And I think before the pandemic, especially I was running for myself at a extreme rate. Right, especially yeah. with like stand up, and all the, I was just like, we were very busy going. Yeah, we were so. so busy. First of
1: all, you worked in an office with a bunch of young people. Yeah, fun, cool atmosphere. Yeah, right. And then on the weekends, we would do shows at this cool bar and then hang yeah. out. At, like it was a.
2: Like, I was always going. Yeah, we all were, that time dude. Yeah, and uh, and so I went from like always going and never feeling alone to doing nothing, not liking myself, not feeling good about like the things that I was doing because I just didn't have any of them more left in my life. And all of a sudden, loneliness crept in and was kicking my ass. And then all of a sudden, you start to feel like, you know, oh, I really need a girlfriend. I really need, like, you know I mean? Stuff that I kind of put on the back burner because I was just, like, happy and fulfilled enough in stand-up and in life. And But all of a sudden, the pandemic kicked in this extreme feeling of, like, I need to fucking get a girl now. Like I need a, I just need somebody there. I I don't care what they look like, what they talk about. It doesn't even matter. Just put me a put a warm body in the bed. You know what I mean? And then I showed up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The wig looked nice on. It did, right? (laughs) But really like, I felt like, Oh, I just got to, I just need somebody, you know? And yeah, of course, I like hit up old exes. There's oh, that's no, the there's worst, nothing, yeah. Like, loneliness dude. will bring that fucking, like you will be texting that girl so quickly. My buddy coined this term, and
1: I want to say it on here because I think it would be great merch one day or yeah. something. He used to say this all the time when you're single and you're going through it and you're lonely, he yeah. used to say, You know what, man? He goes, He used to send the egg in a frying pan emoji and he'd go, Just scrambling for sex, dude. I know what you're doing, just fucking making a western. <laughs> and that's what he always used to yeah. say. Shout out my boy Steve Cardi in Portland, Oregon. I love yeah, you. Yeah. But he said that and I was like, dude. Yeah. I texted him during the pandemic like He lives with his fiance and he's got his girl, and whatever. And I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, I just texted him like, I'm scrambling right now. <laughs> <laughs> said all the egg and the frying pan emojis. He's like, oh yeah, dude. The dude. good old scramble.
2: <laughs> the single scramble. <laughs> dude, that is. I oh my I was living in that for probably like I did, too. Where you're just like, every weekend, you're just like, all right, I can't do shows. I can't do anything that fulfills me. So I'm hitting up the X. I'm um, I'm I'm on the fucking apps. I'm just like, oh, all right, dude. come on. Give me a little hit of something. Come on. Yeah, let's see what we got. Dude. You know what I mean? Like, just really living in, like, lust. But all it's not even really lust, because like I said, I don't care. Like, I just want someone in the house. I want to, like, yeah. you know, I want a reason to fucking not, you know yeah eat honeycomb yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) again it's it's brutal man and and like you know people it's really about connection right like you got to go back and start connecting with people but during the pandemic man it was hard to connect like yeah my, my meetings were online you know zoom everything was like you weren't really no one connected on zoom fuck you if you think you did it didn't happen you know, what I mean you're you're no, not. You're no. sitting in your pajamas. You're not connecting with anybody. You have to yeah. you have to take the initiative to get out of your bed, get in the car. You know what I mean? Like actually show up and and like be in front of somebody and be honest and have a conversation and, you know, see where it goes. Take your pants off. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. got to you got to go out there and live. And we weren't doing that for a while. We were not. And so, I mean, but even as things have come back, I'm still you know, I've still felt a lot of loneliness because we do really walk through our lives alone. Right. We die alone. We're born alone. It's it's alone. This whole thing is just us. So, you know, (laughs) that's unfortunate. But, like, I think if you can get used to liking yourself, then the loneliness gets a little bit better. Yeah. Um, Like, I'm in a relationship right now, but I still feel pretty alone all the time. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... It's not what I thought it would be. I thought, oh, well, if you're in a relationship, then loneliness is just not even the thing, but the reality is is like if you if you are you know not loving yourself, if you're not like loving what you do and you are closing yourself off to connection with people, then you're gonna feel lonely,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: and that's. Yeah, it was a tough one, dude. The pandemic was.
1: You know what's funny is I had at the time when the pandemic first hit, I was living with my dad. Yeah. And I was having the of like, oh, I gotta get a girl over here, like yeah. whatever. And then I was so nervous about the vibe because in the beginning we really didn't know what was happening. Yeah. And I was like, what if I bring a girl here and she she kills my dad? She gets him sick just because I got lay. I was like, I can't. So I like literally, sw- I would like get close to it, and I was like, no, I can't. What if I kill him? <laughs>
2: <laughs> if I get laid, I kill him. Meanwhile, your dad's like, "Listen, He'd that be be like, like, it was <laughs> worth it. She was Italian, had a big ass. I like it."
1: Like, okay, Dad, calm down. He had a fucking drinking glass to the. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, man, it can be tough. You know what's funny is, is I'm an only child, and so I, I. This is why it's shocking is because I. Have almost no issue being by myself. I really do like my downtime being alone. Yeah. But for whatever reason, that's why I was so shocked by waking up on Thanksgiving and go, what the hell is this, dude? Yeah you're alone all that you like, I'm fine. You know what I mean? I don't hop from relationship to relationship. I take years in between if, you know, not just, you know, that's just who I am. I don't yeah. constantly look for someone. I, I work on myself and I, you know, worry about me. So I was trying to figure out, I went and worked out that day. I took extra supplements. I was like, maybe yeah. that's it. Maybe I'm deficient in something. Cause I'm nuts. This is what I think about when I wake up. And I was like, maybe that's it. I had a steak. I was like, maybe I'll wake me up. I like <laughs> just kept trying shit. And the weirdest thing—it's uh, a little strange. I guess I don't know if it's weird, but it was interesting. What made me feel better is I—my I, dad recently. I was asking my dad about some of my mom's old friends,
2: yeah, and a
1: bunch of her friends at, at her funeral gave a eulogy. There's this gold folder he has with like all of them in it,
2: yeah,
1: and in there is a uh, letter she wrote to me six months before she died. Yeah. So I'm six year just turned six at that time. It's April of 1994. She died in October and it was laminated and whatever. And so I was like, you know what? I skimmed it. Cause I was like, oh, I don't want to cry. And I just like yeah, skimmed yeah. it and went through it once. And then on Thanksgiving, I was like, you know what? Let me sit, read this. I don't think I've ever, it's been there. I don't know if it's been shown to me before or whatever. Yeah. Let me read this. So I'm reading this letter And this is a, at this point, this is a woman who's a year younger than me. She's, my mother's 32 years old, about to die. And her only concern was that she goes, you know, she goes, I fought as hard as I could. She goes, the only thing I'm, you know, I had breast cancer. I did what I could. I'm just so sorry. I'm not going to be there for you. Graduation, your wedding. I, you know, you're special. You're the best thing that ever happened to me. And I was like, and it may, in a weird way, I was like, oh, wow. Like there's, that's some real. I guess in a way it was like, oh, I am loved. She's not, you know, she's not here or whatever. But yeah. I read that and I was like, you know what, man? You're a little lonely today. This woman was writing, a, how do you think she felt writing this letter Yeah, <laughs> to her only? So she's sick. She's about to kick it. She's on right. her way out yeah. and she's writing this. So like, you're a little lonely today. Fine. You clearly have someone who cares about you and loves you. So like, and you're going to go hang out with your dad who you also love and, yeah. you know, and it's all good. So that, is kind of what I did to pull me out of it, and I think it's just knowing, knowing you're loved yeah. in some way, and it. There's definitely it comes back to that, like not doing stand-up. Like if we had stand up last weekend, I probably would have felt a lot less lonely. Yeah. You know what I mean? It probably wouldn't have, I wouldn't have delved so deep into like my head. I was like, man, I need a distraction. Yeah. <laughs> like this weekend, I can't wait to do the stuff we're doing. Oh, you know what right. I mean? I'm just, I can't wait. So I'm like, yeah, okay. Car ride. <laughs> I'm going to go down on bow and manifest my dream of blowing them. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but yeah, man, that's what I did to pull myself out of, uh, The loneliness. If you guys also, real quick, DM us, whatever, email. We want to know ways that you... I'm sure we'll do a quiz on it and whatever, but ways you guys pull yourself out of your loneliness as well. Yeah. I just want to know how people do it, you know, whatever. Like, to me, you'd think reading the letter of your your mom about to die would be really depressing, but it made me feel good for some reason and, like, I was loved. Well, you felt
2: connected to her. Yeah. Which I think is what the, like, antidote is for that loneliness. It's just feeling connected to somebody. And I think that sometimes we we like we strive for the perfect version of that, which is like a partner that's like the best friend, you know what I mean? Like the cliche of of every wedding and all that crap. And the reality is is like we can get connection from anybody. You know what I mean?
1: Do you think that's why your top secret meetings are so it's such an effect it can be such an effective program? Yeah, I think because of the group and like there's people that I mean, like, I, we've had all your crew, they've come to shows. They are coming to show You know what I mean? Yeah. And every time you talk to these people, they have a, a, big huggers. Yeah. Big huggers, these top secret people. And they're like, oh, so nice to meet you. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, like, so very... Do you think that's a big reason why it's such a successful program?
2: Yeah, community and connection are the two uh, most important things, I think, in... Uh, like staying on something or staying with something or just like feeling better. Um, also, service is so important. You know what I mean? Like even if you don't feel... Like if you're feeling really lonely, uh, reaching out and helping somebody else really makes you feel good. It makes you feel yeah. like... Because a lot of it is self-centered, right? Like the idea of being lonely is extremely self-centered because there's people all around yeah. us, especially in today's age. I have the, the ability to call... Uh, As as many people as I really want to, at any moment I can text quickly people. You know what I mean? Like, there's no real reason why I should be alone right now. You know what I mean? Um, So you know, it comes down to like this self-centeredness of like I'm the center of the universe, and like I'm like I'm completely focused on me. So now all of the connection that should be happening is not happening. So now I'm experiencing loneliness. do you think uh, this,
1: I I don't know if this is off topic or not, but we're talking about community and all that stuff. Do you think if you grew up say in a different town where drug addicts and addict, no matter what, but if you grew up in a different town where drug use wasn't as prevalent and it wasn't like a party type thing, if you grew up in a more, I don't know, focused town, less bullshit happening. Do you think you having that community would have changed your projection or you think the addict brains, the addict brain and you just would have,
2: but I think that, it's different for some people, but for me, I'm definitely just an addict. And, uh, yeah. You would have found, you would have
1: found something.
2: Yeah. It was coming out. Cause I was, uh, you know, I was drinking alone when I was 12. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, so it's not like, yeah. Like I, you know, I would like tell my parents I was sick when I was in middle school and then I would stay home and drink all day. Yeah. So like. That wasn't because, like, you know, other middle school kids were doing that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no one else was doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So,
1: you're like, Do um, you were that kid at the party? You were like, Yeah, I know you guys like drink, but like, I started first. Like, I was really, <laughs> you're like that kid who's like, No, I like this band first, dude. You guys are just, yeah, no, I was
2: more the kid that was like, Oh, I want to do a kickstand. And then they'd be like, We can't lift you. 55, yeah. 56, <laughs> 57. Is he still alive? You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what it was like. But, you know, it really comes down. I think it is self-centeredness. I think that loneliness, the core of it is just being self-centered yeah. and and cutting yourself off from other people. So if you want to fight it, you got to get out there and you got to connect. Yeah. And you got to help people. You got to offer yourself to other people. You got to, you know. Yeah. Like it, it makes me feel so much better when I hear, you know, some shit that you're going through. Like even hearing you talk just now about how you felt connected to your mother like that's a very vulnerable thing yeah to talk about and it made me feel closer to you you saying it and now i feel a little less lonely right yeah. so it's like Interesting. you got to put it out there you got to put your shit out there when you talk to people that way they can connect to you and then they'll feel comfortable because a lot of people you talk to they're not going to feel comfortable being vulnerable right away no right and so you got to put your shit out there sometimes to get them to put their shit on the table so you can connect I think we like putting
1: our shit out together. It's a good job, man. I'm proud of you. This was great. Now, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to bring on Lisa Lampanelli, our life coach mentor, comedian. We'll We'll be be right back. Head clam in charge. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Loser of the Dream podcast. We are losers, and boy, <laughs> <laughs> we got some dreams, okay? We're dreaming. Now,
0: I like dreaming. If you hear remember that, that sultry
1: voice. That <laughs> no, we don't remember that song. Because
0: dreaming makes me feel fine.
2: Oh boy. Ugh. I that like 1920s dreaming. 1920s flashbacks.
0: <laughs> St. Joe's Class Class of 25. No, doing the (laughs) charleston it was more like the hustle okay go ahead (laughs) introduce me so i already
1: did but (laughs) okay okay. so here she is lisa Lampinelli, the reason why we live
0: hcic head clam Clam in charge charge, what a woman oh my god this is a great topic and i'll tell you why Because you're both wrong about everything. (laughs) No, you're not completely wrong. But there is a different layer which we can discuss. But I am happy that you, Nick, pulled yourself out of this thing on Thanksgiving. Because that's a really tough place to be in. You know, this whole family time and the holidays, it's rough. And it results in more people feeling lonely, even if they're surrounded with people. So that's why I think Bo's solution of getting out there and being out there is only partially right. It's partially right, because yeah, getting out there is great. It has to be around the right people. So a lot of the times we, it's any port in a storm, any clam do the gates, (laughs) any clam that falls into the clam trap, Mm. we figure, okay, that'll make me less lonely. Never works. Nope. I mean, you've all seen, we've all dated the wrong people. We've all been lonely with them and it fucking sucks. So where you're partially right, about wow getting out there and getting out of your own way and not being self-centered. Yeah, but then we throw, we cast our pearls before swine and then we get in return what? what? <laughs> Loneliness when we're with someone, which fucking right. feels arguably worse. Am I right? Yeah,
2: absolutely. When you're trying to connect and you're just getting nothing.
0: And especially if you're in a relationship with that person cuz you got them out you ended up in the relationship with them because you were lonely yeah opposed to when you've worked on yourself and been self actualized and then attracted the right people right so we've all been there so um, I personally hate small talk as you guys know I like big talk we really have small talk when yeah. we get together it's always has to go deep and that's why I like you guys because you're mm. Millennials who actually go deep so I was like okay I remember a couple of years ago I was at a party Oh my God! Do not go to parties in Westport, Connecticut. <laughs> There's a bunch of cunts <laughs> who are just—I mean, with the little drinky drink—and <laughs> it's poo. like, let's come over. Never go any party. You're gonna be more lonely when you come home if you go to a party where they say come over for a bit of Christmas cheer. That never works, because it means there are a bunch of whiskey sticks, a bunch of rum balls, (laughs) a bunch of booze hounds who have to cover up their loneliness with people who are meaningless, but in the same financial and social circles, and booze it up. So I remember, oh my God, it was a beautiful night though. It was snowing a little bit. It was like so picturesque, and I'm driving home from this clams party. I'll say her name, because I don't care. fucking jennifer
1: oh it's <laughs> with nothing and you know it's Classic. always and, and
0: you know she's the type with the facial surgery uh. the type with the fucking plaid pants that she whips out only on christmas because i wear my christmas pants i fit into them every year Fuck you stay in the same size <laughs> and i swear to god i'm driving home and i'm like oh my god i was in the deepest despair and I'd just been around a ton of people, and I literally was just sobbing, tears coming down. It was like a beautiful Taylor Swift movie. She should have cast me, just saying. <laughs> And I'm crying And I go Who can I call Who would get this Because it's late at night Yeah So you think to yourself Oh who do I know In my various time zones As we've talked about I have ah. friends In every time zone So I have someone To connect with So I call Kelly In Vancouver And I was just <laughs> like Dude Yeah You get it And she's like I get it It's horrible yeah. So I made a I made a Like a plan that night And I vowed to myself Never going anywhere Where you're potentially Going to be lonelier With them Than without them So, we've all had this experience, whether it's one-on-one in a relationship or whatever, or at a party. So, how do we work on being fine with just aloneness? Because I know you flippantly said, as I always do, and you stole from me. We're going to live alone. We're going to die alone. We're going to. We were born alone. Yes, I stole that from my shrink. Henceforth, you stole from me. I get it. So, how do we make our lives where? We're going to be in the house maybe the last 10 years of our lives with very little contact with the outside world. Right. How do we get right with ourselves? Any guesses?
2: Um, No. I mean, God, how Relapse. do you really get right? Relapse. With... Relapse. Yeah, I mean...
0: I think you do, and I'll tell you how. Would you like to guess, or yeah. shall I no, tell you what I think works? Yeah. Because it really worked for me. I honestly love alone time because it's voluntary. So I only have enough alone time that I want I don't have more than I want. So that's a real easy position to be in because you, that's why I keep some acquaintances around. No (laughs) acquaintances who I wouldn't necessarily go deep conversation with, but I go, you know what? If I really need something to do, I can at least have people over. I can do something. So if you have this voluntary isolation, voluntary alone time, The only reason you can get there is it's going to feel weird at first and uncomfortable, and it's going to feel like, oh, my God, I have such a range of emotions. First I'm lonely, then I'm uh, angry, then I'm upset, then I'm happy about it. It's allowing every emotion, offering, it sounds, but offering self (laughs) the compassion to have all those various emotions, and then you end up, by not trying to beat those weird emotions out of yourself, you end up being better, and more authentic as yourself right so the two things that does for you is a if you're alone you'll be alone with an authentic self you actually like and don't beat up because of feelings or you'll attract the right people when you're authentic does that make sense it does yeah absolutely <laughs> what? <laughs> what just happened, dude? It's that Bowie's has lost steam for the day. No, He's like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, like, hey, Nick, let's let's like discuss this and leave Bow out of it because he clearly has checked out.
2: Are you tired? No, I don't know what happened there. I just <laughs> I, was, I was trying to come up with something, and then I go, I don't know. Yeah, I know, I
0: know. It's a tough concept because we have to be like the people who are happy being alone. But it just makes a lot of sense to freaking go, okay, the answer isn't, because I wrote down a whole list of things like you read about, like take up a new hobby, join a book Uh, club, play board games, go to the movies, have online friends. And by the way, those are all good band-aids. They do work. Yeah. But if you're not right with you, you're gonna get home and then you're going to fucking eat too much or drink too much or do jerk off too much. Like Bo, I'm sure he pulls the putt every now and again. Oh, so I mean, i watch 800 episodes of King of Queens and then you get a call at 4 a.m. going, yeah, the best show. <laughs> and so, oh, so, but all those Deep things are bananas. good to do sometimes, but the inner work is where it all has to come from or it just, it's fades away.
2: Yeah. It's almost, you have to get to that point where you're just comfortable sitting with yourself and I mean, meditation is a good place to try and get there because you you're can right. just You can just focus on you know your breath and just like just try to be with yourself. And I, I think sometimes even it'll take if I get out of my if I'm not doing well and I'm out of and I'm in a lot of loneliness, then it'll take me time of I feel like continually try to meditate. Yeah, because my, I'm always going to want to think about, OK, well, how do I get out of how do I get out of this? How do I right. get out of being alone? And um, so it takes time. Like it's it's difficult. I think by the end of you know who knows with the pandemic but it's like at least by the end of like the lockdowns and right. stuff like that I was like you know what I'm I can do this you know like it right. but it, but it took time of like sitting through it and having to like dig deep and actually do some work on myself during that time to, to get to a point where I was like sitting alone with myself and happy
0: Suppose you had. Uh, do you think it's easier for you now to have alone time because you know you've got the parachute of the girlfriend?
2: Yes, absolutely. I know. I can always call her. I can always, you know, right. I can spend time with her. Whatever.
0: That's weak. Me and Nick aren't. Weak. <laughs> no, we don't have backup plans. We have no. sort of like, uh oh, we got to start real. No, and I, I know, Bo, you truly do do a lot of work on yourself, and I believe you're less unhappy. Yeah. Because of all that work. But don't you think I I have a friend who always said being single is the bravest thing in the world because you are like, uh, in one way, that's true, because you're like, wow, oh, my God, I spent this whole day alone. And I just it was so fulfilling. But where it's not brave is when you're afraid of Okay, you're afraid (laughs) of vulnerability and uh, what we're going to talk about in some episode very soon about emotional unavailability because are we really happy alone? Or are we putting up that wall that keeps people out?
1: Are we a lone
0: wolf? Yeah, because remember, oh. remember Lenny and Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. Of course you don't, because yeah. you're twelve. <laughs> um, but Lenny used to We're have a satin jacket. It was the fifties, and it said yeah. "lone wolf" on the back, and that Ooh. was like his persona. Yeah, and all he really wanted was a girlfriend. Like that was. Yeah. It was just so sad because it's like. Dude, you're trying to bang Laverne every other fucking episode. Calm down. (laughs) So for more, wait for more, some more updated reference. Please follow us on TikTok, (laughs) Losers with a Dream. (laughs) I'll talk about the Jeffersons, all in the family. (laughs) Oh my God! The novel Great Expectations, arguably the best Charles Dickens novel ever. No, (laughs) we won't be talking about that. But I think it's like so like. It's this fine line between are Nick and Lisa brave for being alone and waiting for the right person to come along, or are we cowards because we're not allowing ourselves to find that?
1: We're brave. Put that blue paint on, like Mel Gibson and Braveheart. Oh, I thought you meant
0: the blue man group. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's a
2: group. He's just, William Wallace is just soloed. I think the only way you're brave doing it is if you're working on yourself while you're doing that.
0: So you're preparing yourself, like what you talk about, To be more authentic and to attract the right people, so the authentic authenticity will bring us the right person, right? And not just a you know person who feels sorry for us, right? You know, or we feel sorry for. Because who haven't we all dated the person we feel sorry for? Yeah, who we have to rescue. Sure, I'm currently doing a podcast with two people I feel sorry (laughs) for. I worked through that in trauma therapy today. That I have literally substituted you guys for my dad. That I felt I should have to save my dad, I should, and he should live forever. Suddenly, a vision of this fucking two jerks come up, and my therapist is like, "Oh, what, what?" And I go, "I have to make sure they have a life. I have to make sure that they're okay." And he's like, "They have their own journey." I said, "Yes, and it's straight to hell."
2: But no, it's you're so cute. They're not going anywhere fast.
0: Now, so, so, Bo, how how often would you say with? even being in a relationship that you suffer from loneliness and what do you do about it currently?
2: I would say I experience loneliness one to two times a day. Mm, Um, That's
0: bravely said. Yeah. I would say
2: like usually, especially because now I work in, you know, I work alone in my apartment, Right. you know? So like, um, throughout the day, like I have to like make the concerted effort to be like, okay, it's time to go outside and just like, be in the world you know right. what i mean like because working from home it can get you know you can just start to feel like okay it's just me here you know I think, what I mean? yeah and- it's
0: interesting because i'm twice your age but I, <clears throat> I, it, I it never strikes me that i have to go out in the world i mean i do a lot but it strikes me more oh i have to call somebody give somebody a call yeah. you know or i have to like reach out or look on social media and go hey hi my friend or whatever
2: yeah for me i need to be outside of the apartment because i feel like the apartment there's so many things that i can use to distract myself mm-hmm. or from the loneliness right like i can you know i can turn on a t te- i'll have like a tv show going or like a you know like sports talk going yeah while i'm sitting on my computer while i'm texting somebody else right it's like constant like and i can just shuffle from each one to like make sure that i'm never feeling it i'm never feeling alone because i have all these things i'm doing so how
0: does going outside if you're trying to escape loneliness by doing all these devices and things and not allowing yourself to feel it why what's the difference then if you go out to escape it
2: well, for me, going outside, like, it takes away those other things. Mm-hmm. And then I can actually just be with myself and I can, you know what I mean? I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm doing something. Right. So I don't feel as alone. Does that mean, I don't know if it makes no, sense. No, it's, it's
0: fine. It's just, it, whatever way, whatever point you are at in the journey is where you are. Right. Um, I just think it would be interesting to be like, Huh. I just feel the loneliness and it's sad and let's see what comes up and not having to run out. Not, yeah. I mean, Hey, it's better than picking up a drink. It's better than eating. You know, I mean, loneliness, there's a whole list right here of all the freaking diseases. Loneliness is known to contribute to. Yeah. I mean, and like, I mean, alcohol and drug use is right at the top, you know? Yeah. And so I think whatever you're doing is working for you. So to do it and just acknowledging that those feelings come up is healthy. Right. You know, but I think, um, you know, the way you handled it on Thanksgiving was good, too, because just going, oh, this fucking sucks. Yeah,
1: that was tough. I know. But, uh, no, yeah, it's, I, I I don't know if it's, what I said earlier, I don't know if it's weird how I pulled myself out of it, but I remember, like, thinking, like, and to someone on the outside, like, reading my mom's letter to me on her deathbed cheered mm-hmm. me up. Like, no, I think we- that's like, good. Yeah. I think whatever works, you're going
0: out <laughs> and not feeling isolated. You reading that and just feeling connected to spirit yeah, or to a person from your past. I've been going through like, there's like thousands of slides. You guys probably don't know what those are, but there's these little things that instead of getting photos back in the Micro-fish. You know. microfiche. No, back in, it almost does look like that.
1: It's a new brand of goldfish. Yes.
0: They would take photos and it comes out as slides and you'd put them in a projector and have a slideshow, no. right? And I've been looking through them all and I'm like, oh my God. And that helps me feel a little more connected to the way it did with your mom because I'm like, Oh, okay, that's cute. But then there's always that moment where you're going, I can't distract from it anymore. And I just have to feel it. And I think just us accepting every feeling is what gets us to who we are anyway. Yeah. I'm just glad you guys aren't reaching out to meaningless skanks.
1: No, that's over. Yeah. Yeah. You just know it's a fool's journey. Yeah. It leads to it. It's an empty pursuit. Right. It's it's like I, my uh, my therapist says it's just like you're getting a fix and then you're moving to the next and then you're moved to because mm. it's not
2: the worst thing is hitting up the ex oh god and then having her show up and and in the first five minutes you go I I need to get this woman out of here yeah, you know what I mean? like, you're yeah. like I do not want you dude here I've right done now.
0: that it's yeah. awful and also it'd be like having a guy over and like this is like in my 40s or whatever so I'd have a guy over. And like, you bang and whatnot. And you're just like, ew, why isn't he leaving? Like, yeah. ew, ew, no, whore. I don't want dinner, ew. And, and then it's like, oh, loneliness times a thousand when they leave. So I think we just, Can as we bang. get older, we just welcome it and the chance to work. I think it's a, as silly as it sounds, loneliness is definitely like a message of like, hey, work on fucking self-love. Yeah. Hey, work on this. Because that's the only way we're going to get comfortable being alone. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not substitute clam hair. No. Nope. It's not insert large black cock hair. <laughs> <laughs> and that was directed at Nick. I've tried it many times. <laughs> Hands in, guys. Last question, okay. though. I just want to uh, do hands in at one point. How about you, Nick? How often do you feel lonely? Is it is it rare for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, it definitely... I, I, I mean, I'm alone all the time, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, like, but... Yeah, but it is rare to feel that. That level of loneliness was like, Mm -hmm. I was like, what the hell is this? Right. Never. I, I can't. I remember, like, maybe breakups I felt that sad, but I was like, what am I? For no reason, I'm... You know what I mean? There's nothing going on. I'm just sad. I know. You know, what I mean? it just was weird. That level was shocking, but like being lonely, I think I have a, like a steady version of that because it's just me all the time doing whatever. So it's just like a
0: low. You have a resting rate of semi lonely all the time.
1: Yeah, I'm just kind of I- I'm I'm used to it, and I know it's like. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of okay with it. Like I am, I, I, you know, when you're an only child, you just live inside your head. You don't have anything. Right. You just live inside your head. So, you know, after That's school, there's no one, after school, there's no one to hang out with. You just make up fun shit in your head or you watch TV you try to do your homework if you can read, but I couldn't read. So <laughs> there was
0: you <laughs> creative. Yeah, no,
1: I was like, you stay, you, st- you stay locked in your head. You think of shit. You try to entertain yourself all the time. You know wow. what I mean? Try to keep yourself busy. Like I always have to like, if I'm cooking, I need music if i'm showering i need music mm. uh, if i'm even have um hour 30 minute whatever break from work i have to turn on something it takes a lot yeah. for me to
0: just sit in the silence and
1: thanksgiving was the first morning ever i nothing i was like you know what yeah. I, don't, I don't i'm not listening to anything and i literally drove all the way to monroe and all the way to Br- nothing just silence
2: silent rides are the best and, I, and yeah but I, it's rug. so hard I for know. me to do that like i get in my car
1: <laughs> yeah. and i've tried and then i'm like eh, like let's play this song, like change um, my mood. You know what I mean. I used like, to do that
2: with friends in high school. We would just have silent car rides.
0: <laughs> wow, you had such a weird childhood and upbringing. We like, had to do that on the football bus.
2: That was what we had to do. pre games
0: in his head. You're sitting silently with your imaginary friends. <laughs> no, I, you just
1: live inside your head, bro. You know, yeah. I must say,
0: I'm good at loneliness. And I've never been more lonely. That was about ten minutes ago, when I said something, and Bo just went. Wonder why your girlfriend doesn't like it anymore? Yeah, Yeah, he's dead from the neck up, but we love him. (laughs) It's
1: all about the waist down for
0: me. (laughs) Listen, anyone out there, if you're struggling with loneliness, you are not alone in your struggle. Try to do something about it, whether it's leaving the house like Bo does, going inward like Nick does, or just fucking knowing you're perfect like I do.
1: (laughs) DM us, subscribe to Patreon. That is a known cure for loneliness. Is it? It is.
0: Oh my goodness. Well, the tears will be coming soon. We'll be announcing that in January. And by the way, you guys, uh, I love love us. us. You're never alone. when You're getting fisted by Nick. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening to Losers with a Dream. We'll see you next week when you got more time to kill. Fucking hate these guys.